Making waves. 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 This is the Making Waves VO Podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Welcome to the Making Waves VO Podcast presented by Full Compass and FullCompass.com. We know VO. And uh, Kevin Kilpatrick here in Nashville. And Bobby Maxwell, you're just a stone's throw away, right? That's right. Kevin just came over and helped me put up my new booth. <laughs> how, how are you liking it, by the way, your new booth? You want to talk about it real quick? Sure. I'm, I'm getting used to it because, you know, I always had everything in one room. It was a it was a studio that was built. Um, and when I moved, I'd plan on just going maybe in a closet here, but it was so noisy. There's a major freeway a few miles away, and there's a, a, a military base like 30 minutes away who fly helicopters all the time. So uh, I had to buy a booth, and at Kevin's suggestion, I went and got a vocal booth. I love it. It's, it's an adjustment going from, um, you know, my, my desktop to the booth itself, but I'm getting used to it. And I, it's, yeah, it's it's great. I think it sounds good. You think it sounds yeah, good? Yeah, I think it sounds great too. Uh, and I'm very happy for you. I'm very uh, pleased with Vocal Booth. And uh, there's no sponsorship tied. It's just uh, <laughs> quality booth and quality products. So I'm glad you like yours. Yeah, sound and dynamite. What did you end up doing? Um, are you standing? Are you sitting? Did you get your shelf put in? What'd you do? Um, I actually just put in like a high table and I'm I'm sitting, but I can also stand. I, I just made it so I have an option. Um, I typically sit just because I've had some back issues from an accident a long time ago. But um, th- I know there are going to be times where I want to stand. So I'm just, I just made it so I can do both. Very cool. Um, Well, just to tease, we're going to be talking with Eric Shepard, Super Agent Eric Shepard, coming up in just a little bit. And we're going to do a deep dive on uh, what it's like to be an agent for voice actors. Uh, And Eric is about as real as they get, too. So He is one of a kind. (laughs) He is (laughs) is a unicorn. So we're going to be chatting with him in just a couple of minutes. Um, Bobby, how has the new year been for you so far? Surprisingly, uh, pretty busy. The first the first couple of days were well. It was just you know, the New Year stuff. But then, like Monday, yes, it was. I don't want any dates here. But then all of a sudden, it just like it was just wide open. And I, I look back from on my um, uh, CRN. Is that what they call it? CRN. C. Yeah, CRN. CRM, yes. And (laughs) (laughs) last January was really busy, so I'm hoping it's a repeat. Well, that's How about you? I I hope so, too. Yeah. It's, you know, I I saw a meme the other day, and it said something to the effect of, uh, I'm really happy because these weeks are going to start slowing down. And the the, the point was, that's the phrase that we say every single week. Um, (laughs) And I I was saying that uh, in December, November and December were just so busy, uh, you know, with work and then personal stuff, side projects I was doing. And then I just kept saying, wow, can't wait till January. Things are going to slow down a little bit. And no, it's like as soon as the the new year hit, it's been gangbusters, which, you know, I'm not I'm not complaining. Uh, I'm happy. I just have to find a way to better manage my time um, 
because, uh, yeah, it, it, it's getting to me a little bit. So, uh, yeah, a little bit stress Maybe here and there. Maybe you need to hire a virtual assistant. Huh. I, you know, I may need to. The funny thing is, is you know I've got a full-time producer, and you've, I've got two part-time producers as well, two-time, two part-time editors that help me. Um, I, I've got some issues with workflow and some things of that nature uh, that just totally consume a lot of my time. So I got to get that part figured out. And I'm not trying to sound whiny. Waiter, more cheese for all this wine. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> it just, uh, but yeah, I, I'm hoping things will taper off, level off, or I find solutions to help me and then just keep growing the empire. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what we need to do is um, bring somebody on a specialist in workflow. You know what we a, need to do that. Podcast. Yeah, and and I have talked to Bridget Real in the past about that, and Lynn Norris, mm-hmm. her 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 cohort in that type of business. Um, and yeah, probably we need to get them on as guests sometime, and we could uh, you know explore some ideas and thoughts and all that kind of stuff. Good idea. Hey, it's Amanda from Amanda Utter VO, and you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with my friends, Kevin and Bobby. Thanks for listening. What is uh, what is one thing that you are dying to know from Eric Shepard when we uh, talk with him in just a couple of minutes? Oh, my gosh. Um, how does he sleep at night? No, <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't even know how to take he's that. Such, he's, such, he's such an interesting man. It's like I I I don't see him sleeping at night because he's, okay, okay. He, he's so energetic and just like you said before, he just lays it on the line. And it's like, yeah. does he ever wind down? I guess is a better question. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I, you know, I I think he's doing a good job for the industry. I, I don't think it's a guilty conscience he has. I think no, he's doing no, okay. No, 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 no. Oh man. Well, I, I'm gonna I want to find out like a couple of things from him. Oh, uh, one thing I am going to do. I'm, I'm gotta check that list out. I, I'm going to have to, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Ooh, I've got 12. So, Bobby, you know what I was talking to you before, but I wanted to do a top list of top agent notes from Eric Shepard. <laughs> uh, I'm on, we're on Eric's roster, and Eric always shares his perspective. Um, after all the specs are laid out, the direction, and then he has uh, an agent notes section, and sometimes they're just a hoot. Sometimes oh, they're, they're straightforward. They're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to just recap <laughs> some of the top notes. Uh, <laughs> let me let me see if I can get this narrowed down to a top ten. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can. Are, are we ready for this, Bobby? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> Let's let him in. The Making Waves VO podcast would like to welcome Eric Shepard from Shepard Agency, voice agent to the stars. Eric, how are you? I'm fine. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Eric, how is the new year treating you so far? Not bad. I mean, it's, you know, hasn't had much time to screw things up yet, but uh, it's been good, man. I had the kids were off. My little, uh, 
daughter and, and me are partners in crime. So she's been off for a while. She just went back to school yesterday. So I don't have her to dote over now. I have to get back to work. Do you shut okay. down for most of December? Hell no. We don't shut down for Christmas. <laughs> we you know what it is? It's uh, the boss doesn't let me off. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, if we don't answer the phone, somebody else does. Uh, and it's the same thing uh, with talent. You know, if you lose a job, it's not the end of the world. You lose a client, then, you know, that hurts. So um, I got to be around all the time, you know, because if, if we're not, somebody else will be there and uh, they won't do as good of a job as we do, but maybe they'll do a, a good enough job that they'll go back to them instead of calling us back. And then that's it. So, yeah. It's hard. You can't say no, uh, and you got to cultivate those relationships. I always talk about that. And so it's it's the same on your end, too. Eric Shepard, so good to have you on. Uh, Eric, man, that's a pain in the ass, you know, dealing with that kind of stuff. What is the most pain in the ass part of your job? Oh, the talent, for sure. Nice, <sighs> nice. I should have seen that one coming down I-95. <laughs> exactly. you, you set me up. <laughs> Teed it right up on a golden platter for you. But no, talent, yeah, of course we are. Can you be specific? Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm kidding. I love talent, obviously. Uh, is this, are we rolling? Yes, we're rolling. <laughs> I mean, another, I love talent. They're wonderful. Um, you are one. Are you still doing your telephony work? Yeah, yeah, still doing it, man. For You know what? It, it's like you can't get out because they just keep wanting you back. So, God, I've been doing that for decades now, man. It's ridiculous. But um, you know what it is? It's just a lot of little things. That's the most pain in the ass stuff is like when it's it's never like one big gigantic thing. It's always when there's a bunch of little stuff when it's like, all right, we got to track down this client that's not paying. And for God's sakes, I'm just trying to get avails from this talent. And it seems very difficult. And how come that one's not on session? That one is supposed to be on session and they're not on session. And what the hell? And Okay, I got to think from the IR. All right, apparently this talent sent me the wrong uh, EIN. And you know what I mean? It's like a bunch of that little stuff happens all, you know, and, oh, a thing that we use all the time now that uh, they've gone subscription, so we have to change our whole, you know, that kind of stuff. Just the, the nuts and bolts. And sometimes that uh, that all piles up on top of each other. And then you're like, all right, I should have gone to dental school. <laughs> well, you just talked about, you know, pleasing the client or getting the client. What is the process for an agent? You don't strictly rely on casting places, right? Are you are you out there hitting the pavement too? No, I don't do a damn thing. They just come to me. I've been doing this long <laughs> enough that they, uh, you know, they know that we're here. You know, it's going to be interesting. It's always the same thing happens every year right around New Year's is we get all these new clients uh, that we've never heard of before. And we go, oh, this is nice. They came out of nowhere because they all decide, you know what? New year, new voices. Let's try something new. We've been working with these guys for this long. Uh, let's try somebody else. We heard these guys were good. Let's give them a shot. And uh, so we wind up with a bunch of new clients, which is great. Uh, but then some of our clients do the same thing. You know, that all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, they're regulars. And then we go, what the hell happened to... Um, and then quite often, which is like my favorite thing on earth, uh, we'll hear from them in like, you know, March. And I'm like, oh, look who came crawling back. 
<laughs> and they're like, wow. yeah, it sucked out there in the real world, huh? And they're like, hey, man, how are you? Yeah, well, we were working with blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we, we, we missed you. And, yeah, we missed you, too. And we missed invoicing you. Absolutely. Every um, year it happens. Well, that's good, though, right? Yeah, yeah you know, you it like switches it up. And, and, yeah, you know, new, uh, new clients are the best, so. You don't want to miss what's next. Making waves returns momentarily. Hey there, this is George the Tech, and you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Oh, Bobby, I remember getting into voiceover, and I'm, you know, one of the most exciting parts about getting into voiceover is buying all the gear. You don't realize that until you become a voice actor and you got to produce your own stuff, and you go, ooh, this part should be fun, but then you go, I have not a clue on what I'm supposed to buy. <laughs> exactly. That's why you trust your good friends at Full Compass, fullcompass.com. They know VO there, and you're going to have a great selection of pro audio gear, and you're going to get a lot of good help. And there's uh, a lot of good uh, attributes that go along with buying from Full Compass. Yeah, so if you're not really sure which, when you got the piece of equipment, and you have questions about it, they have a free two-year service or repair plan. They have free shipping on orders over $49. I love that. I think my favorite thing is the low price guarantee because you just never know. You, you said a second ago that you know, you're getting into this and you don't know what you need, but how about, do you know if you're paying the right price for it? So you don't have to worry about that when you shop at fullcompass.com. They'll guarantee to match the price on the products they sell for new, identical, and immediately available products offered at a lower price. They have flexible financing, Bobby, and they also have free <laughs> expert assistance. And that's why we say we know VO at Full Compass. Everything from microphones to interfaces to headphones to mic booms, they've got it. If you have any questions and you're more old school and you want to call them on the phone, you can call Full Compass at 800-356-5844. Full Compass and fullcompass.com. We know VO. Making Waves returns. Eric, if you don't mind, coming up in just a few minutes, uh, I'm going to do uh, my top 10 Eric Shepard agent notes. Whenever we have auditions come to us from Eric, um, he puts the specs in order, he does all the things, dots the I's, crosses the T's, and then he adds his own agent notes just to make sure that everything is copacetic and that we all understand what's going on. And some of them are amusing. Some of them are terse. We're going to cover those in just a few minutes. And Eric, I'll tell you ahead of time that if I say something that you cannot let go out, just say the word and we'll chop it out, okay? Sure. No, no problem. All right. Good to hear. Eric, I, I, we, we voice actors want to know, what is the one thing you wish you could tell us voice actors, but we're always afraid of hurting our feelings? Who's afraid of hurting your feelings? <laughs> okay. Forget everything I just said. <laughs> Who? I have no problem hurting your feelings. No, the thing actually, that's not true. Uh, it does get uh, weird sometimes, or a little, um, you know. I mean, I, I like to joke around with talent, and uh, I like to be a straight shooter with talent. But sometimes uh, they're just off as far as their understanding of themselves uh, and what it is that they do. Um, 
So sometimes they'll be super proud of like this new delivery that they came up with and they think it's real natural and whatever. And it's just freaking horrible, you know. Um, lots of folks are real proud of like their accent work, which is just God awful, you know. Uh, that happens quite often. Uh, a lot of female talent think they sound a lot younger than they actually sound. And I'm not going to say it, man. Are you going to say Ooh. it? Like not, <laughs> you know, and they're like, well, what's the problem? Uh, well, because you sound like this, you know, this character's grandmother. That's the, <laughs> the problem. Uh, but I went up two octaves. Doesn't that make me sound young? No, no. It makes you sound like an old lady who's speaking in a high voice. Um, so that stuff is tough because that's like real feelings. You know, that's a real actor making a decision that they like um, and that they're proud of. And to say, mm, no, um, that's, you know, that's tough because now we're, you know, it's, that's the real deal there. Ah, you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Me? Oh, I'm Joe Cipriano and I'm here for the popcorn. So I'm going to ask a, a succession of questions here. You can answer really quick yes or no about talent um, in doing things for you or in response to you. Um, to link or not to link with your demos? I What? Link what? Link their demos um, when, when they submit to you. Oh, we have like a submission thing. I just like to go to your website because then I can, okay. you know, tell everything about you. But yeah, don't, uh, don't attach them. And then don't send like... Some sketchy ass link where they're like, uh, what do they use? Uh, like it'll be like some service, you know, every once in a while where it's like click here and then automatically download a zip file of like a no. whole bunch of like shady stuff. Wow. Like not for a zillion dollars. Are you crazy? Like I'll just put this USB stick into our system. No. You need a penicillin shot just reading that email. Yeah, man, gross. Uh, we we used to get you it not anymore, but up until not that long ago, every once in a while we'd get a USB, uh, you know, thumb drive in the mail. We'd like get out of here, man! Like throw that out. <laughs> Whose dog okay. is barking? I'm sorry. <laughs> we you know we're a... trying to have a professional podcast here. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you tell the husband before man. you record. Please keep the dog upstairs with you. <laughs> Gosh, should I just let him in the room? It's, I just, I saw him just walk past in his underwear. <laughs> the comedy was, he, I thought that he, one. Oh, were you on the Zoom? Dog. Sorry. I did for a second, too. I was like, I hope that's not mine because they're going to eat. But good, that's fine. As long as it's not me, I don't care. <sighs> oh, right, continue with your question, succession of questions, Bobby. <laughs> this thing is going perfect. Lightning round is really rocking here. We're on, what, number two? <laughs> it's all about timing. Okay, slate or no slate? Slate. I like it, but be freaking quick, man. Like, don't drag out this whole, like, I have one talent. I have actually more than one talent, and the slate is just forever. And then by the time they start, like, you're already kind of pissed off at them. Because they just like, like they'll wait a couple seconds and they're like, hi, it's Bob Smith. And I've got a re- shot up, dude. Like there's 50 other people reading, you know, uh, be quick and to the point and uh, but put it in, you know. All right. AI, real or overreaction? I think we're in trouble, man. But I always think we're in trouble. Like I'm never like glass half full, you know, the sky's always falling. But um, but I've been right in the past. So, 
Uh, I think it's already hurting people. It's uh, you know, there's people that are already uh, not getting jobs because it went AI. So, and that talent are like, well, I am a thespian. It's not going to affect me. And shut up. Yeah, well, like a lot of people don't care if you're a good actor or not. You know, they just want to hear a voice. Those people are gonna, they're gonna get a, you know, they're gonna flock to that stuff. Next time we talk, the next time you're like, oh shit, we don't have any guests. Ask me at the top <laughs> if I'm still doing telephony. And I might be like, I was, and now I'm not. Because now some AI whatever took my job. They took her jabs. Bobby? Bobby? She just went to go kick the dog. Or her husband. I think maybe so. <laughs> oh, no. We lost her. Uh, Eric, uh, while, while she's doing that... Um, do you have uh, a nightmare session story you could share about rate negotiating that you would want to share with us in a couple of minutes? Oy. You know what? It is? The nightmare isn't so much negotiating because that's what we do. That's what agents do. Uh, and that's a lot of times what talent really suck at, uh, which is why I don't know why they don't bring more stuff to their agent. Like, ew, you do it. Like, it's distasteful, you know, to a, to an actor a lot of times to start getting into nuts and bolts. And, yeah. Uh, you know what it is. Um, the nightmare is when we go back and forth and I'm real specific about stuff, uh, you know, exactly how long, what is the totality of the usage, uh, et cetera, so that we, you know, we know without a shadow of a doubt what the... Uh, uh, what the usage is. And then after the session's done or in the middle of the session, they send over the contract and it's not even close. And they know it. You know, they do it on purpose. They do that all the time. If you get a contract like 13 seconds before session, uh, you got to really look that thing over because they're trying to screw you. Um, and that's like, you know, why did we waste <laughs> all this time over the past week doing this back and forth? Whatever, and then you send me this nonsense. Obviously, we can't sign this. Uh, and then it's like you got to go right back into it. Well, didn't we mention that it's on TV? No, not in the past 87 <laughs> emails. That's a shocker. That's that's the nightmare. Are they doing like, it more and more now, though? You know, trying to slip stuff in, or or is it, uh, you know, it, back in the day, were they more uh, honorable and respectful of that? And are you seeing the trend where they're trying to slip this stuff in more? It depends on the client. You know, you get a pretty good idea. Like we have like our kind of shit list where we're like, you know, we won't work with these people anymore, and it's not a very long list. And I mean, we've had you know hundreds of clients over the years, um, so it's not like. Like, it takes a lot to be like, I'm not going to take any more money from you. You know what I mean? Like, you you have to really uh, know that it's not worth it. Either they don't pay or there's a bunch of reasons why you might say never again. But that's usually what it is. And you just, you know, you see a, a, a pattern where you go, okay, well, there was a problem with this and that was weird and whatever. And then the next one, oh, wait a second, we neglected to mention blah, blah, blah. And you go, oh, okay. We had one actually. Uh, new client, some bigger stuff. Hey, cool. Uh, and then it was like the first time we're like, what's the deal, man? You know, like they were just shady and you could just, after a while, like you could just tell, you know, you're like, oh, here we go. Um, you know, they're trying to screw us here. Mm. And then and like when every, all was said and done and whatever, and we sent them an invoice and they were like, oh no, don't invoice us, invoice directly to X company which was like already on the list. 
We're like, wow. oh, okay. So this is either like a shell or nobody will work with the other guys anymore. And so now they have to, you know, go through you or whatever. But it was like, oh, that all makes sense now because yeah. those guys are douchebags too. Hang around. We'll be back shortly. This is the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. I, on the other hand, am Eric Romanowski of Ear Blowing Audio. And I don't know the first thing about podcasts other than that you should keep listening to this one. Full Compass is your one-stop destination for cutting-edge audio, video, and lighting solutions. With nearly 50 years of industry expertise, we offer a vast selection of high-quality equipment from microphones, recording interfaces, and software to audio accessories, monitors, headphones, and other pieces to help you find your ideal sound. Our trained product experts are here to help every step of the way with unmatched customer service. You'll also get free same-day shipping, flexible financing options, and a low price guarantee. Visit us online at fullcompass.com or call 800-356-5844 today. Now back to the podcast. Bobby, did you finish your, uh, your peppering questions for Eric? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I, I, as you know, I had to go get the dog. So She gave oh, up. Okay. But I do have a different question. Something that I've, I've seen over the past year come up several times in, in the talent um, Facebook sites. Where we're, oh, God, don't go there. No, no, no. It's a good one. I, I want to hear your spin on it. I want to hear how you feel. Let's talk about what's been labeled as agent double dipping. What's that? Agent double dipping, where, where the client will hire and say it, it's such and such a rate plus 20%. And then also within the uh, everything, it'll say we've allowed for 10% for the agent. Right. That's not double uh, dipping. Okay. I just wanted to say, because there were so many people saying different things about it. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, you're you're doing the work, so... I, I mean, did a you... whole video about this a long time ago, back when I used to do videos, um, and kind of broke down the difference and how different agencies do it. Uh, and there's basically like the agent that says, oh, we're going to put everything like in a lump sum and then put it out to ta- like include any agency commission and then put that out, um, at, you know, it with the, with the audition uh, and then take 20% or whatever. And you go, well, that doesn't, like, if your percentage is high, that kind of offsets it. And it's kind of BS, too, because now it looks like they're paying you more. You know what I mean? Like, if one yeah. agent gets an audition and it's $1,000 plus 10% or something, and they put it out for $1,000, and then another agent puts it out for $1,100, you go, wow, what a great agent. But if they're taking 20% from you and the other agent is taking 10%, then you're like, now you got to start doing math, and the difference isn't really, uh, you know what I mean, that much. Um, we're 10% from talent, no matter what. So very often, and it's always the first thing to go is freaking agency fee. So we have clients that I think are clients because they know that we'll work without agency fee or we'll work with the understanding that there's agency fee. And then all of a sudden, like just happened last week, of course, uh, oh, slight change. There's a little bit of a problem with the, yeah, 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 whatever. You want us to work for free. No problem. Um, But then those other agents, too, they're putting stuff out. Like if they get something now where there's no agency fee, are they going to put it out for $1,000? 
No, they're going to put it out for not. You know what I mean? For nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? It's it's just BS. Um, agents are doing a job for two people. They're working for the client and they're working uh, for their talent. If they have a set amount to talent, uh, it's really ta- to know, uh, none of talent's business what they might be getting from the client and vice versa. Uh, but the client is trying to just make sure a lot of times that that's all you're getting is what you're taking from talent. Uh, but a lot of times we can't survive on just what we're taking from talent because we'll only take 10% from talent. We don't even go up to 15%. Uh, so if we get 10% from the client, yeah, we're going to try to get 10% from the client. And that's good for you because now we're only taking 10% from you. Um, you get what I'm saying? So it's, no, that's a great explanation. You know, if you do the math, um, unless you, you know, you start having agents that are taking, you know, 25% and, uh, but even if they're taking 25%, even if they're taking 80%, uh, from talent, what do you care if they're getting 80 percent from the client as well. You know what I mean. If that's on top of the thing, um, I don't. Yeah, know. you're I, you're making your money. Why worry about it, right? I I think talent are just trying to come up with something to bitch about. But if you think <laughs> your agent is screwing you, then don't work with that agent. But uh, if it's because they're getting paid, that's uh, you know worry about the percentage they're taking from you. That's what I would say. That's the most important. This is Heather Bell, voice actor, and I can tell you, you've made an awesome choice listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. I know you're going to enjoy it. Are you okay with some of the uh, the managers and their uh, business models? Out no, there no, 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 no. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. no. <laughs> started something now. Fuck those guys, man. I ha- oh, sorry. We're on. <laughs> it's okay. It's no, man. Um, yeah, those guys. We're making do. waves, man. You know what? I know, edgy. Um, <laughs> you know what it was? Like, when everybody stayed in their lane, it was fine. You know, when like, agents were doing agent stuff and managers were doing management stuff. And they were, like, you know, working with your uh, branding and all that stuff and being all, you know, managery. And now they just act <laughs> as agents. Yeah. So, okay, act as an agent. Like, we're not even exclusive, which is unheard of. Uh, because, and I always say the same thing. I'm like, if, if you can make money elsewhere, why would I try to stop you? Like, what kind of jerk off is going to be like, nope, you can, like, I'm not paying anybody's mortgage. You know what I mean? Well, some people I'm paying their mortgage, but not everybody. <laughs> so if you come to me, you know, trust me, they're making more than me. Um, you know, if, if we're going to work together... Uh, and then I start taking away opportunities from you right off the bat. I just don't think that's right. I don't. And again, this, uh, you know, like you mentioned before, this comes from me, uh, you know, being an actor, being married to a voiceover actor. Um, you know, it's like, come on, don't be, a, you know, don't be a jerk. Uh, the concept of me being <laughs> like I, I pick you up and then say, yeah, you know, I, I want X percent. Uh, oh, you mean like the work that you get me? No, no, everything. Wait, what? Like, oh my, <laughs> like the client I've had for like twenty years and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get ten percent of that. I'd be like, are you out of your mind? Um, that's nutballs. But I, you know, I don't know. That's what talent wants. So okay, better, good for them. Nobody's twisting anybody's arm to sign the contract. So if that's what they want to do, uh, that's fine. I have a feeling that they're all BSing their managers and hiding money from them. But 
maybe they're not. I don't, you know, I don't know. I would. Jeez. <laughs> Eric, two-part you know, question. Um, if you're cool divulging, um, who is the most well-known actor you've represented? And second part, uh, what's the biggest job you ever negotiated? Oh, God. Uh, I, I can't say who the biggest actor is because then all the other actors are going to go, Dick? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you give a few names, though, like so we're not hurting anybody's feelings? Or don't worry about it if you can. No, we, you know, we're, we've never been into the, uh, like, celebrity, celebrity thing. Um, you know, what we do voice over celebrities, you know, we have people that, uh, you know, some folks know their name and everybody knows their voice and that kind of thing. But we've never, uh, I, I've always stayed in my lane. Um, you know, there's things that, that I know and that I understand and that I, uh, you know, that I do. And there's other things that we've, you know, thought about and we've, you know, kind of pitched internally and, hey, let's expand and let's do on camera and let's do models and let's do like this. And I'm like, yeah, let's do models. And my wife's like, shut up. And I'm like, let's do my. Mo- uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, you get these like, uh, you know, idea because you're like, well, I'm an agent, you know, but all that stuff is is different. You know, it's like a different world. And once you start, you know, working with like Hollywood, you know, big, big, bit, whatever. It's just a completely different world than what I do. So, so we don't really, uh, you know, do that as far as big jobs. I mean, you know, we've done it all really. I mean, you know, we've done, uh, you know, huge, every big company out there, every big brand, uh, you know, we've done it, we do it. So have you ever negotiated a, uh, single job, let's say in six figures? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, man. Good yeah. for you. That's always like, <laughs> <laughs> when talent are like, listen, I got a thing. And you're like, all right, what? Because like, I always you know, say talent should bring stuff to their agents. Why do they want to deal with that stuff? Most of the time, the agent is going to get them more, which is going to pay for the agent and then some. You know what I mean? Like it's not even like it's money out of your pocket to just be like, here, you deal with this. Um, but you like a lot of times it's like, like they just wait until like they have a super pain in the ass client, you know, and they're like, hey. <laughs> can you deal with this complete psychopath? Uh, and you're like, oh, thanks. And it's, you know, and the whole job's like 500 bucks or whatever. You're like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Thanks for bringing it in. Jerk up. Uh, <laughs> but then occasionally they're like, you know, hey, can you do that? And you're like, yeah, what is it? And they're like, well, it's free, you know, whatever, Sony Pictures. And you're like, oh, 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 time to put on pants. Because now we got to go to work. <laughs> like, don't, nice. don't screw that one up, buddy. I was involved uh. with a, um, a a deal that was supposed to happen, <clears throat> excuse me, with a professional team, sports team. And it looked really good. And the agency that this person and I were working with um, didn't say anything about rates. And so we wanted to take it to an agent. And as soon as we mentioned that, they're like, they ghosted us. It was That's- crazy. That happens all the time, and so I tell talent a lot of times. You know, they say, oh, I got a thing I wanted to bring in, and I'm like, eh, what is it? Let me know, and I'll tell them, listen, just don't agent up. It's not worth it. You could just tell that they're going to get spooked. Um, I mean, if it's a huge thing, you have to, and and they should expect it, you know. And if they didn't, then they were, you know, they were kind of trying to screw you. But um, it's tough sometimes, too, because sometimes negotiations have already started, and then they bring us in, and so we're – kind of stuck or the town's already done work with the client so they have like a, a history of uh 
you know, rates. And then we come in and we're like, well, that's not right. It's this. And then they hate us right off the bat. And, you know, it's kind of weird. But, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of clients that get spooked right away. Um, and I, half of them probably, probably more than half, <laughs> are just kind of looking to, um, you know, get the best deal that they can. And they go, oh, great. Here we go. Game over. Like, you know, now we got an yeah. agent involved. Um but I think the other half just think that maybe now it's going to be another expense. And they go, ah, oh, now there's an agent and now we got to pay them and forget it. I don't want to deal with it. Um, but then, you know, oftentimes there's clients, you know, clients that know the score and they're like, hey, what's up? Cool. All right, good. Because now they, it's somebody else that speaks their language. And actors don't always, uh, you know, speak that language. And so oftentimes uh, the client's happy to work with, the, with an agent because they know, you know, it'll just get done. Hey there, it's J. Michael Collins, and you're listening to the Making Waves VO podcast with Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Now back to my lobster. Eric, we're going to let you go in just a second. Bobby, before I get to my top 10 agent notes from Eric Shepard, do you have any more questions for him? No, I think, uh, uh, well, yeah. Where do you see the Shepard agency in five to 10 years? Psh, that depends on if I'm still alive in five to 10 years. <laughs> 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 the shepherd is hopefully on a beach somewhere with a mai tai. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> with a like, with like a boop boop boop. It's a busy signal. No, I'll be. You know, my retirement plan is death. So uh, I'm. Like, <laughs> I'm in, yeah, I got to talk to accounting about that because that's not great. Um, you know, I'm not going anywhere. My wife's the same way too. She's like, "Oh, let's get the lotto, quick ball, whatever." Like, I and I'm like, "No, I'm not. Like, you're nuts." And but I'm like, "Yeah, what? Okay, let's be like zillionaires. Like, for, like I, no offense to the voiceover community, but like, you know, I'd be gone, man." And she's like, oh, "I'll still go and do this and whatever." Like, um, you know, we're long haulers, so uh, as long as there's still a game, you know, we're we're in it. Love it. All right, Eric, we're going to keep you just uh, another minute. Um, but I wanted to go over the top 10 agent notes from Eric Shepard. We voice actors that are on his roster will receive auditions. The specs are all laid out, you know, the age range, the the script, the direction they're looking for in the script. And then Eric will put uh, towards the bottom his agent notes. Just some little bit of added information if a little bit of added information is needed. So I wanted to run down the top 10 agent notes from Eric Shepard. Here we go. Number 10. If you screw up this later, the file name, or don't send back the NDA or send the NDA without renaming it with your own name, we cannot submit you. Number nine, full buy stipulation is total nonsense, but they won't budge. I can't imagine where else they would use this, though. Your call, the project is super mega NDA, so shut it. Number eight, product is an energy drink. Copy is dumb. Number seven, agent note from Eric Shepard. Note that this is not yet picked up. They will be shopping this pilot. Also, it is terrible. Number six, agent note. Good luck with that direction. Number five, meh. Number four, agent note from Eric Shepard. There are going to be a bunch of broadcast spots for this one, but they have not yet worked out the buy. We have worked with this client extensively, and they have always paid fairly and on time, so we are comfortable putting that out to be determined. Nobody will get screwed. Number three, agent note from Eric Shepard. There are 101 rules for this thing, so please be sure to carefully read everything under audition requirements above. They want a wave. You have to slate name only. We need to know if you are in L.A. or recording from home, etc. We cannot submit you without all, without all the stuff they want. Number two, agent note from Eric Shepard. This thing sucks. Sorry. 
Number one, agent note from Eric Shepard. Weird that they are paying the announcer more. Also, please note that the voices are not in order below and that the first line is read by voice two and the second line is read by voice one. And I already need a drink because that is dumb. Also note, the rate above are in maple leaves, not U.S. dollars. <laughs> How long Classic. have you been collecting these? <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Are we okay to air all those, Eric? Yeah. I'm going to have Canadians just like come knocking down my door. That's offensive to Canadians. You know what's funny? I was just like talking you to care. A, I was ta- <laughs> I was talking to a client the other day and they needed they need a Canadian for a thing. And they're like, we need a real Canadian, not just some fake, you know, whatever thing. He's like, you got any? And I was like, I got freak Canadians out the ass, man. We got a ton of them. And it's, I never, like, went out of my way to be like, we need more, con- like, you know, like they sound, you know, everybody kind of sounds the same in North America anyway. Uh, you know, everybody, like, hides their regionalism. They're just nice. They're, like, nice folks. So whenever, you know, when we're doing a round of pickups and then I wind up chatting with them, I like them because they're, like, polite. And then I want... <laughs> I wind up picking them up, and then I'm like, "What? Another? Oh, I didn't even know. Yikes!" So we have a lot of Canadians. My apologies for calling your money maple leaves. That's my <laughs> own ignorance, and I apologize profusely. It's, it, that was comedy gold, man. Comedy gold. Eric Shepard from the Shepard Agency. Uh, you're probably not. You're not accepting accepting submissions. Or you nah. would. You would think. Oh my God! It's the beginning of the year. And it was just the end of last year, for those of you confused as to how it works. Uh, and, so, <laughs> and everybody and their brother is submitting, man. Holy shlamoly. We get a lot anyway, uh, but it's just ridiculous. So before the new year, it was like everybody has the same idea, you know, and they're like, hey, a new year, a new blah, blah, blah. Let's make some money together in 2024. Beep, beep, beep. It's like the same, just the same thing over and over, you know. Like, yeah, we get it. It's like you're whatever uh you know it's the same pitch um but then there you know that was also like on the calendar for next year was you know shop agents uh so we are getting inundated we're always listening though yeah you know it's i don't know if i bitched about this last time because i bitch about it all the time but we had like a so many clients that were like you need more talent you need more talent i'm like i don't like having a lot like i like to know everybody and you know what i mean and, and I don't like too many, like if I have somebody that, you know, one or two or three folks that kind of, you know, fit a niche, like I don't need eight more of them. You know what I mean? Like that's not fair to the folks we already have. And I don't know. So I just don't need a million folks. But they were all like, we need a million folks. We need more options. And it's like, well, we can, can't let them, you know, go somewhere else for more options. So we'll pick up more talent. And they pick up more talent, which I hate doing and whatever. And now every fucking client is like top 10 only, top five. Only send your top three. <laughs> and you're like, well, I got 700 because you told me I had to yeah. pick everybody <laughs> I had to pick everybody up. So now I'm going to spend four hours going through and figure out who I think you think is the best or who I think you think your client is going to think is the best. And who friggin' knows, man, because, you know, like, I don't have a crystal ball. Like, I, you know what I mean? I don't know who the guy three steps down is going to be into. You can't just go by the direction because when was the last time, like, a spot that you didn't get 
you know, you heard the spot on TV. Was Did that follow the direction? It never does, you know? Never, yeah. So it's, ugh. But that's like the new, that's the new awful thing in voiceover is every client wants top whatever. Top three, top five, top ten. And it's, you can't find like an art form that's more subjective, really, than <laughs> than voiceover. So uh, it's like, all right, well, we'll roll the dice here. And that, my friends, is classic Eric Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so refreshing. Always great to catch up with Eric <laughs> Shepard, Bobby. <laughs> he doesn't hold back, does he? Not at all. But uh. I think it's funny because I'm sure his wife rules the roost and it's so different at home. Oh, I'm sure. It's like work is his escape where he can be the tough guy that he thinks he is and all this stuff. Um, But, uh, yeah, we all know how that goes. So uh, good times with Eric Shepard. And uh, I love the part where, uh, you know, because, you know, we voice actors, you know, we want to know what's going on. What do the agents really think? And when I asked him about, you know, what's one thing you wanted to tell talent, but we're afraid of hurting their feelings. I don't I don't care about hurting their feelings. So, but then he did have some stuff that was like, and that makes sense. I just finished one of his auditions before this this recording, and one of them specifically said um, they wanted an accent, a, a southern accent, uh, Kentucky, I think it was, and they mm-hmm. said do. He said do not fake the accent, but it's like, but I live so close to Kentucky, can I get away with it? But I think what he just said pretty much answered that, you know. That's when, so when, cool. When I had the same audition, and, and I thought the same thing because it, what Bobby's talking about there was a, there was a, a mom role and a dad role, mm-hmm. and so Bobby, of course, was reading for the mom part, and I read for the dad part, and yeah, same thing. And I was tempted. Yep. I was like, but then I think of my most southern friend that talks with a pure accent, and I sound nothing like him. Yeah, same. And here. even if I try to put it on, I sound nothing like him. Oh, Bobby, we have. We have a really cool and important Making Waves VO podcast coming up next week. Oh, I am so excited. Um, We reached out to three different ladies, and just to hear from their VO road is going to be pretty incredible. It's it's based on women of color in the voiceover industry, and we're going to have three totally different personalities, so it should be interesting. Yeah, and we're going to find out, too, that the uh, path to VO and success in VO uh, is not the same for everybody. And so yeah. we're going to hear their unique perspectives, and uh, we certainly look forward to that one coming up next week on the Making Waves VO podcast presented by Full Compass and FullCompass.com. We know VO. Talk to you next time, Bobby. Bye, y'all. The Making Waves VO Podcast is produced by K2 Media Productions with hosts Kevin Gilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell. Sound design and editing by Jason Traver. Production assistance by Lacey Deline. Publicity and social media by Shannon Scott and Silas Phillips. Be sure to subscribe to the Making Waves VO Podcast on your favorite platform. For all episodes, merchandise, gear, and more, visit makingwavesvo.com. Until next time, I'm AJ McKay. Keep making waves.